What's up, everyone? This is BJ from the Chew Crew, and I wanted to take a second to thank all of our loyal listeners. We would love it if you could take just a minute to review our podcast on iTunes. It'll really help us out. Also, don't forget we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Chew on This Pod, and you can also sponsor our little podcast for as little as a dollar per month on patreon.com forward slash Chew on This Podcast. And as usual, you can email us at chewonthispodcast at gmail.com. And now we are very proud to announce that we are on Spotify. So just search for Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast, and boom, there we are. So thanks again to all of you out there. And until next time, folks, chew on that. Episode 236 of Chew on This, a Nerd United Podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Um, well, let's see. Um, I know we say it all the time. Like, they're probably tired of me saying this, but it's it, it really, this time it means like, it really does mean failing upwards. I um, I don't know how we get people to come onto our show, honestly, ever. I don't, I think it's because they don't listen to us. That's probably why. I don't know how much longer <laughs> well, we can. I don't know how much longer we can keep doing that until somebody starts well, listening to us before they book us. I don't. Maybe, but I don't. I don't really even. Th- after this, I don't think we're failing upwards anymore. No, like I don't. I don't think we're. No, I don't think so because. Uh, well, we're we're about to tell everyone where we were. Like but, we did it. We can quit now. No more. We're no, not no. I. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> No, I don't think that at all. I think that we're finally, I, I feel probably more legitimate now than I ever have. And it has nothing to do with numbers. It just has to do with the, the, the people, the quality of people that we've been talking to. And I think that's a testament to, well, you, you know, communicating with people, uh, and, uh, and probably begging. And, uh, <laughs> and, but, <clears throat> This, I mean, what we got to do was was fantastic. Um, it, the only other thing that's like on my list, on my bucket list, is is to go to uh, you know Skywalker Ranch. But you know this this was this was pretty awesome. So, so um, this took place actually pretty fast. I think within like a two week span. I think um, less than that. I think yeah. it was less than that. So a little 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 backstory <laughs> is um, you know we did that review of Disney Plus. Um, what a couple months ago, a few months ago. Um, yeah. and, um, one of the things that they started on Disney plus was these things called spark shorts. And they're basically like those little mini movies that used that you used to see in front of like the Pixar movies. And, um, mm-hmm. but these are Disney plus exclusives and, you know, a few of them stood out to, to me and i I think I've posted it on Facebook when I first saw it. And, um, that first, that first short was float. That was the one I told you about. You're like, dude, you have to go see this. This is like fucking amazing. And then what made it even better was that the, the whole, if you haven't seen float spoilers, uh, you know, fast forward a little bit, but basically it's about, you know, the, uh, father dealing with a kid who has like superpowers that he can fly. And that's kind of cool. Like I'm a parent, so I could kind of feel like why you would want to hide that. And then, you know, at the end, it makes kids ashamed. And then anyway, so I, I read the article about the making of this and what it was really about. And it was about um, the father's son has is, is autistic. And I was like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. that's even better. How fucking cool is that? Oh, I yeah. should have said that. I don't think we can should have cursed. But anyway, how um, how amazing is it that he gave <laughs> his kids superpowers and then put it on there? Like, yeah. So that was the first one, and then the other one. I think I told you again too because my kids are always wanting to watch the shorts, so I know I'm like, and, and I know I'm a bigger, way bigger cartoon fan than you are. But um, <laughs> so I'm always watching cartoons. But my kids also always want to watch cartoons too, and we're always looking at this. Uh, where's Forky and the Spark shorts? And then I saw one that just debuted after the new year called Loop. And yes. Oh my God. That was the one. It was the first time I'd seen in like animation uh, a story that centered around an autistic child. 
Yeah, a nonverbal. Yeah, yeah, autistic. Yeah. So, um, so those were the two that kind of stood out. There's other ones that stood out for us too, but these two kind of stuck out to to me and you. And just by chance, you know, I I tweeted uh, Bobby Rubio, um, and uh, started a conversation with him. He gave me PR email. I was like, okay, this is like it's. I think it's like a a standard PR email for for Pixar. <laughs> And I was like, all right, this isn't to nobody. You know, this is to some guy like making seven bucks an hour just answering bullshit emails. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So anyway, so, um, we, uh, we, we keep talking and then I talk and then I was like, you know what? Let me find the director for loop. And I did that, Erica. And I, uh, I started tweeting with her and then I started also tweeting with the producer of both of them, Chrissy. And, I ended up in this like three way tweet of talking to each of each of them, trying to you know lay the seed of like let's <laughs> let me see if I can get you guys to come onto the show. Nice. And then Chrissy gives me like an actual person to email, and I'm like, oh sh- oh crap, this is this is for real. So this is legit. <laughs> yeah. So I just uh, I I e- I wrote the email, sent it, and I think I tell the story on the show, but I immediately thought, oh my god, all the times that I've cursed on this show is going to bite me in the ass. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah I, I didn't immediately, think I did. I was like, Oh my God, Pixar's never going to email us back. They're going to send us that general thing. Like, you know, thank you for your email. We, we, we love that you're passionate about Pixar, but unfortunately this ain't going to work. Right. So <laughs> but that doesn't, but that doesn't happen. I get an email back from Chris, uh, the PR guy that we, that we were, that was so awesome to us while we were there. Um, Oh Yeah emails us back and and says sure come on on and then actually it would have done it would have been sooner it would have been like this past monday's release but um it, we had to push it out a little bit further well and conflicts we just, yeah we just had yeah. to we got to do it friday so anyway if you haven't figured it out already we got to go to pixar um we dropped it yeah first <laughs> dropped but it was tents. like literally like it was literally like, uh, can we do it remote or do we need it or should we do it like in person or whatever? And the guy's like, oh, if you could come down here in person, that'd be awesome. And it's like, what? Yeah, I'm not going to pass that <laughs> like, up. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, this, you know, we got there and uh, I don't, I don't, we didn't get like the full tour, but the things that we did get to see were just unbelievable. You knew you were in a different place. I mean, the gates alone say Pixar animation studios, I think like right at the top. Yeah. So you already know like something's different. And then, you know, you pull into um, the parking lot and then there's like the only time you ever see, you know, cartoons on parking uh, directions or parking, like, you know, where to park and stuff like that is that Disneyland Disneyland or like great adventure or someplace that has that. And then then you'll see that like you, if you go to like Hershey park, in Pennsylvania, there on the parking signs or all that stuff, they'll have like little bits of like chocolate kisses and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. right. So, but so you know you're someplace different because I think it was like the Incredibles that was on all the parking stuff about if you see yeah. something, report something, something like that. I think it was the Incredibles. So you know you're, and then right before you walk into the front of the building is Luxo the lamp, right, and then the and ball the, and the ball and, yeah. and like not even life size. This is like Mighty Joe Giant. Young size. <laughs> right it's huge yeah. and then you walk inside and you see the whole incredibles family uh and you know in their all their glory and there's you know super suits and all that um what else did you see in there there was um upstairs it looked like they had some stuff going on for onward their newest uh movie coming out in march but we weren't allowed to go up there. I think I think that was for the employees only. I'm not sure or press or something like that. I don't remember. I think that's where they were getting um, the, the newer movie movies made. Like we saw, I saw some uh, storyboarding or something of uh, of uh, Onward. I didn't see anything yeah. like specific. I just knew that was Onward, but I didn't see that like, was anything. up there. Yeah, like, I don't have anything to like report or spoil <laughs> gossip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then we went in the little Pixar store and that was cool because they had some exclusive stuff in there. And, and then, um, yeah. And then he's like, uh, why don't you come up to the war room and set up your podcast equipment? And we walked in there and I was like, holy shit, this is where they, they put together this stuff. This yeah. is where they knock ideas around. And cause they, they had all the spark short stuff up there with all the story, like some storyboarding, some artwork, 
Oh my god, I was like my heart was skipping a beat. I was like this is awesome. Like I this is just like so cool to be in here right now. Yeah. And like, oh, we get and we get to set up our podcast equipment right here on this table, like yeah. this very table, like okay. This is where <laughs> loop wind uh, I think bow was there there smash and grab. Yeah. Oh yeah, all a lot of stuff was was, was made posted there. in there. Um so we couldn't take pictures uh too much in there though, but we did get yeah. some good shots that should accompany the the drop of this episode on social media. Yes. So um, we uh, we got to talk to the directors, Bobby, uh, Erica, and Chrissy was the uh, is a producer, and then you know Chris was the PR guy, and they couldn't have been more awesome. Uh, all three oh, of yeah, them, there's... all four of them actually. Yeah, I felt um, just I, I was super impressed with the whole thing, and they were they were all so gracious with their time and they were constantly like do you need anything and you know and then like i think even toward the end they were like you guys got to come back and we're like yeah like I, we would love to um very complimentary you know i i just i left there just going like that was one of the best experiences ever we can quit you know just yeah like i mean yeah i mean if that if someone said hey no more podcasting i'd be like all right i guess like but that was pretty cool yeah um but uh yeah so i that was very exciting so stick, but, this uh, one is with erica this is 236 so this is erica and yep. uh immediately right after this and we're gonna drop i'm gonna drop another one uh 237 and that's gonna be with bobby and chrissy so chrissy's on yes. both of them that that's the first time that's ever happened um yeah yeah she produced uh both of them and well i, I just meant I like believe... i meant like back to, oh she's yeah on, like consecutive back to back. episodes that's never happened that's very before. true no, it's never happened before. So that's a first. So yeah, so uh, and, we'll get two episodes. You guys will get two episodes this this Monday. Yes, absolutely. Or today, oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Whenever you're listening to it. Yeah. So this was kind of a surprise drop. We we really didn't really talk about it. We hinted about it on Facebook, but here it is. So first episode is the director of Loop. Uh, her name's Erica, and Chrissy is the producer on that. And then for episode 237, you'll get Bobby and Chrissy on there as well for Float. Uh, well, we hope you enjoy. Yeah. Maybe. Let, let, me, let me check. Sorry. Yeah, I just was like... <coughs> we, just, that was her idea. <laughs> that was not us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What time we have till? 345? Yeah, let's get this one. 345. 345. Okay. So... Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah, we don't need Bobby's anymore. Yeah, just these two. Dead to you. This is like the first time we've ever. You might want to a little bit closer. Yeah. Oh yeah. How's mine? Okay. Yeah, you're good. Um, Being soft spoken is being soft spoken is okay in you know real life, but in the podcast, we want you to basically make out with the microphone. Ah. So um, red leather, yellow leather. All right. all right, I'm just going to start because uh, so this is failing upwards number two. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time we've done back-to-back interviews like this away at Pixar, which is just weird for me to say. Yeah, it's weird. When we 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 were going to do by remote, right? Who suggested to come here? It was kind of me. Was it? Was it? Because <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking like he. Chris did you say we could do this remote, or did you go or <laughs> I went we like come there? I said it like passing i kind of said it like in passing like not a big deal like i've done this many times <laughs> <laughs> like i've been to like you know 20th century fox i've been robert Disney, jr's house Bob big Iger's my best friend <laughs> yeah. you know so i just said you know we could do it remote or we could do it in person like it was and just like just a throwaway casual. thing and he's like casual. chris chris actually said it'd be fun if you did it in person like oh my god he fell for it so much <laughs> <laughs> when it, yet he does it all the time so it's yeah, not like so a big like, deal yeah. but it was a big deal for me because i was like i can't i can't i'll have to be remote and you would be here yeah so i talked to my boss and my boss is like don't be an idiot you need to go yeah. and i was like i was so afraid i'm like are you serious like okay yeah i'm gone <laughs> bye it's always so, more fun to, to do these in person you get yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah definitely especially yeah. especially the endings yeah. for our shows because of what we do yeah um we usually have to email those yeah and so oh, we have to yeah. like wait for a response or did you get yeah. the email Yeah, we actually do that we actually send it because we always communicate through email I see. and i send I, I actually have it in the send folder yeah. and then like 10 minutes before the ending is done, yeah. I hit send. Yeah. And then I say, you know, go check your inbox. Uh-huh. And oh that's gosh. what happens. So anyway, we're here. 
I don't know the, what the ending is. I know. Oh, okay. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. You'll see. Yeah. It'll, make, it'll make sense to you. Yeah. Okay, cool. um, so we're here today with this. Well, we're still here. Uh, the second <laughs> short left. that kind of blew me away um, in in the Spark shorts was Loop. I just stumbled across it because I always want to find like certain things on Disney Plus for my little kids to watch that are different. Mm. And they're really hooked on the uh, – where's uh, – what the forky ones the forky yeah, yeah yeah like they're really hooked on that they love the part where he's like i don't know like they love that part <laughs> trash trash yeah so um and i saw loop and i the colors of the title kind of caught my eye i'm like oh what's this and it wasn't uh you know i i kind of gravitate more towards what pixar sh- Pix- the spark shorts are doing now where mm-hmm. it's not just all you know caucasian people mm-hmm. so i i looked on it and i'm like oh my god I can't believe they did this. And they did it in, in, in a certain way to the point where I had to look up loop. I'm like, what is loop? And then I saw one of your behind the scenes. Yeah. And you said a loop is canoeing. So, like, that's where the name came I from. I didn't know that either until I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it actually has so, a couple different meanings. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So, yeah, anyway, yeah. we're, oh, we're here with, to find that we're here with <laughs> the director and the writer, Erica Milsom, and Hi. once again, Chrissy Kebab, because Hello. she just wouldn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to stay. I'm still here. She loved us so <laughs> much on the, kick me out. on the first episode that she's like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm this is here. how she feels about the spark shorts. She's yeah. like, oh, no, I'm not producing no. one. I'm doing two. Yeah. Yeah. Heck Sign yeah, me man. up for the next one. <laughs> uh, what what attracted you to filmmaking? Oh my gosh! Wow, that's a uh, big question. It's a big it's one. A loaded one. It's funny because I started in documentary in college, and it was like just an extracurricular class um, where you could. I went to a very weird, tiny international school that was super project based, and like I was like, oh yeah, that doc class would be fun. And then you spent. I don't know. Most people who are going to be a filmmaker, they take like one class and that class takes over their entire existence. (laughs) And that was what happened. It was like I just spent and it was also in the days I'm aging myself, but it was in the days when you had like a VHS camera and then you had two VCRs. And the way you edited was you play a tape off of one VCR and then you press it record when the six second like there was the six second you'd have to be like there's going to be a lag. Yeah. Like did it. Anyways, so I uh, totally fell in love, made a documentary about the guy who ran the corner store around the corner from my house, and uh, that was like the beginning of it. And then I sort of went and did all kinds of other jobs through my 20s, but sort of kept that passion. And when I was 29... Which was like last year, two years ago. Yeah, Yeah. just last year. Well, no, I actually think, so you guys know, like I'm 48, and um, I think... 46. It's kind of... One thing I love about my career is it's transformed a lot and I feel like things that I did when I was young inform what I do now and it's really absolutely you know like loop is a super strong example of that but um yeah it was really funny so when I was 29 I was like doing nonprofit work and helping people with disabilities and uh kids who were kind of just marginalized find jobs and one of the big things I would do is like an interest inventory. Like, what do you love? What are you interested in? What did you always dream about? (laughs) And like, I finally was like, Oh, I think I need to do this on me now. Cause I've kind of gotten to the end of like where I, I just wasn't learning that much anymore on that job. Yeah. And I, I was like, wow, I really liked that documentary class. And then when I was 29, I switched over, did an internship, um, you know, again, worked all the time for a little while and then switched over to being an assistant editor in documentary and then went from doing like educational docs to came to Pixar to do their first like real documentary on um, Finding Nemo, which yep. is called Making Nemo. Making Nemo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. FYI, my first credit, <laughs> assistant editor. <laughs> IMDb, what, what? Yeah, and that's kind of, I think that when I got here, uh, uh, truth be told, I was like, I had never seen a Pixar movie <laughs> <laughs> and they made me watch them all. They were like, "Well, you oh, have to watch Lord. them all." Oh my god, that's the best great. training video ever. ever. <laughs> Usually, like I remember yeah. having to watch like when you're in a, you got a crappy job, you have to watch like the OSHA video. <laughs> yeah. like that. Totally. Could you imagine starting a job like you have to watch all these movies, and you're like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> all right, I'm good with that." It was awesome. I actually had to watch them all for to find the uvula shots. 
uh-huh. which are turns out are not as prominent as most of the filmmakers remember. You know, when your <laughs> uvula is that thing that wiggles in the back yeah. of the throat. Yes. Yeah. So if someone's screaming and you see the uvula in the back like of the shit. throat, they wanted to cut like a reel of that all together. So, and I was like, there are, where are the uvula shots? <laughs> they keep talking. They were all in like storyboards oh from earlier oh. versions. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. It was you just sure, like a really weird. You sure okay. they weren't like, uh, you know, it was like a, a, they were pranking you and it was like oh, a, maybe so. a hazing you. Leanne Critch, major pranker. Yeah. No, he's not. It's like, let's, let's, let's <laughs> try to find, let's try to find the most obscure thing for her to look for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Pixar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry, that was a long answer. <laughs> no, that's fine. Yeah. That was great. Awesome. Um, so, in preparing for this, uh, we watched all. I tried. To, we tried to find as many documentaries as, and oh, cool. you know, we try to well, look at interviews and interviews things like read, docs. so that we don't ask the same questions. Because I, I, I remember seeing a while back before we started the show that if, uh, celebrities just hate answering. That's why the press tours are so crappy because mm. they have to <laughs> answer the, the same interview. question over <laughs> and over and over again. So. Um, so I was watching the extras and the one that I think that was also released somewhere else, uh, or maybe it was the same one, but um, I could not believe that you actually found somebody, um, uh, that, what was her name? It was Maddie, I think Madison. it was. Madison. Yeah, Madison Dandy. Yeah. I couldn't believe that you did that, because oh. I was thinking, as good as that the this is, you always find, like, you know, whitewashing and all that other kind of stuff mm-hmm. happens. So I was like, is somebody actually making the sound? Who Like, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking through. I was like, mm-hmm. I hope they didn't do that. You mean that. like a Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio? Yeah, like kind of like yeah. doing that type yeah. of thing. I was like, I hope they didn't do that. And then when I saw the behind the scenes, I was like, oh, my God. No, they, they did it right. Yeah, they did it right. Did yeah. you find Maddie after the design of Renee or before? After. That was actually really funny because um, we – well, let me – can I tell you about finding yeah. Yeah, 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 Maddie? Yeah. Let's talk – because she – I think she's just got such a magical voice. And I think, you know, it's funny because in the early, early stages, I had to do that voice because, you know, just... We right, just to have filler. To have yeah. something. Oh, it was so awful. <laughs> it was like, it was like, you know, just not genuine. And I had known all the way along, there was never a moment where I was like, I'm going to do this without a um, actually autistic person mm. yeah. voicing this character. And I sort of, I, I think because in my 20s I worked a lot in special ed and in nonprofits that served people with disabilities, I've just been around a lot of people who vocalize. And so I, um, I love that space. I love hearing that voice and I love the, the mystery of it, that mm-hmm. there's something in it that is intriguing that you don't understand. Maybe for some people it scares you. I mean, it, scared, it has scared me at different points where I'm like, I don't know what's happening and I feel afraid. I don't know how to engage this. So I knew that this would be a unique voice to put on the screen, right? Yeah. Like, nobody's had this before. But then everyone was a little scared with reason. They had just, they were like, how do we cast that? And I'm like, oh, just let, let me, me I, do I this. I got it. Let I got this. A regular Pixar pipeline isn't set up for that, right? Yeah. You know, we, we hire actors and actresses, and we audition them, and we bring them in, and they record. And, you know, it's a very, it's a very, um, it's a process that we've refined over many, many years. Yeah. So when Erica had the idea that, you know, I want to use an autistic, nonverbal actress for this, you know, people at Pixar were like, well, we don't, we don't know we, how to how do, do that. How do we do that? Yeah. yeah. How do we do that? Yeah. And for me, it was like she was cast within like, I can't remember if it was a week or two. It was so oh, funny wow. because I just was like, okay, well, help me write a, a casting call. And then I just sent it to all these people I knew who I knew that they would have access to adults and young people who vocalize. Like that was, and who are autistic. Because there's a ton of um, arts organizations here. I really kind of targeted mostly arts organizations mm. because I do feel like we tend to, you know, might, might not be that these people had known they were performers. They, you know, Madison, I don't know if she knew she wanted to be an actress, but I think if you're at an arts organization and you're already working in the medium of expression. It's, it's not a big, like, you yeah. know, such a huge transition. Or right. Like, you like you're probably somebody who has some sense of externalizing your identity. Yeah. And my experience in the couple of years before teaching, I had taught acting for the screen over at another nonprofit art center. And like, it was like these visual artists who'd been there, many of them, from their youth, because a lot of times you end up like kind of going through special ed and then transitioning into services for adults, and you find your place, and if you love it, you stay forever. So I was working with these very like accomplished and talented visual artists, 
who had never seen the screen before, like had never been on the screen before, but they were super obsessed with like TV and movies and <laughs> mm-hmm. things like that. So like we're first things we did was like reenacting Jurassic Park and reenacting E.T. and oh, doing nice. like performance, like watching the performance. Oh, and um, Amadeus. Super fun. Whoa. <laughs> like, That's interesting. I came out of nowhere. Because right? Amadeus is a visually really stunning thing and you can yeah. kind of ask questions like, well, who's the most important person? In- okay, anyways, I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. That's how I teach <laughs> acting for the screen. But I knew <coughs> that we could find someone who who would be interested in this and would have that voice. And then basically we found her at... Um, or they found us through Creative Growth, which is a nonprofit in Oakland. And then we connected with her family, and she has this deep, wonderful family. Yeah. They were. Do you, yeah, do you mind wish, if we I talk a minute I'm, about her family? No, go yeah, ahead. I mean, I okay. wish Michael Warsh was here. He's the other producer of Loop. Basically, what happened was Michael was paired with Erica in the early days, and then they were working together. They made a plan. They were the people who found Madison and did the recording. Uh, and then Michael got a promotion here at Pixar. So he got super busy, <laughs> wasn't able to finish, and they said, hey, Chrissy. You've worked with Erica before. Do you want to come on and finish Loop? And I said, yes. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Thank you. So I, I missed a lot of the early days. But You guys you know. worked before on a documentary, correct? We did, correct? yeah. Was yeah. it uh, about Snow Day? Day? Yeah, yeah it's called Snow, Snow Day, Life, Death, and Skiing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and we also, um, one, of, one of my first jobs at Pixar was working with the, the crew at Pixar that films all the behind-the-scenes stuff. And, oh, and right on. Docs. So yeah. I knew Erica from that and her team, and so yeah. it, was a, it was a stroke of luck for me. Yeah. It was a really, I mean, it's amazing to switch producers mid-show when you're on well, such a tight yeah. schedule. Yeah. But it was really wonderful to have Chrissy be the one who comes in, you know, because like Michael because, was amazing yeah, and so great totally and so amazing. fun to work with, but you do have this moment where you're like, "What? You're taking my the producer? Where are you going? The <laughs> <laughs> and then she and I just totally well, Lisa. So when you knew work together, so yeah, 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 that that was, have that yeah so we already yeah. we already knew each other really well, and that that was a big plus. Yeah, yeah. totally. So with so many kids, you know, on social media and hiding behind electronics and uh, versus regular social interaction. Is it, it's kind of refreshing to see people in this short film, you know, communicate uh, openly. Um, Were you thinking about social interaction like as a whole when writing loop? Hmm. That's a really great question. It's funny because I, the really beginning parts of loop were about, I was like, Oh, it's all, I really wanted to find some spicy spaces in my own brain about like what have been some emotionally weird moments and you know how do you put that into a short so those moments of like not understanding what someone says Mm -hmm. but then I immediately also started to think about like how amazing technology is and that it's just a part of a lot of people's lives now who are non-speaking or have different styles of communication so it, and and I had initially thought it was going to be like a big. They have these speaking device like an iPad where you yeah. select words. Select and I words thought and, it was going to yeah. be that in the beginning, and then sort of thinking about this medium and the potential for gestural, like really, the thing that we had with Loop that for the studio I felt like we could do was to like give us a chance to to live in another body, to live in another identity, to live in another like sensory experience. And to put all that on the talking device mm-hmm. felt like it would be missing an opportunity. It would take away uh, for us because when I was watching it, it was kind of twofold. Like I, I, I put myself in her position of like I, not being able to communicate with this and person being scared and too. being scared. Yeah, totally. And then I put yeah. myself in the. Oh, I'm so sorry. What Marcus, is the, Marcus. Marcus in his position where he's you know he can't communicate very well with this person. I mean, he's trying really hard, but he, he can't. And then he gets frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I've, I've had both those instances. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, wow. And again, like float, like we were talking about, or even wind, the, the social interactions transcend, you know, what, I mean, it's not just really about autism. It's mm-hmm. about like just social interaction altogether, like yeah. between the two people. Yeah. I thought it was really genuine too in the beginning how Marcus would react like a normal oh, kid. Oh man, yeah. I don't want to go. And it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. In, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't in a way where it made it would make somebody that was autistic feel bad. It was like almost like a real thing because I feel like a kid would say that. Yeah. And not want to talk to somebody that they can't talk to. Yeah. You know, so, (laughs) and then by the end of it, you know, uh, there was some understanding. Yeah, there was like this. And what I thought was so great was he goes from not wanting to be in the canoe with her to being 
enormously patient with her mm -hmm. at the end and doesn't even think about getting her back into the boat until she's ready and the mm -hmm. sun's going down and stuff like that. Yeah, so like great. one of my favorite scenes also You're good is, at watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go I'm going to use that clip too from your <laughs> <laughs> soundbite. Um, and one of my other favorite scenes in that was also where they're going, I guess in a loop, to where um, she, he, she sticks her hands out into the grass uh -huh. and just like this gorgeous shot of her just touching the grass like really nice. And Everybody's like, favorite shot in the film. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I didn't want to be yeah. like everybody else. Let me change no, that. It's cool. It's cool. Well, and then, but then Marcus, like I always love the Marcus moment because he tries to feel what she's feeling. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. Repeats it. I mean, yeah. that's when, the, I mean, that's that transition to the end where he's just sitting there. And you know you're you're fading in and out of different time frames, and it gets to be like really dark. I'm like, oh, this is great. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Thank you for noticing that. And yeah, and it's funny because it's like I always think about writing Marcus. Like um, I have friends who are Marcus in a lot of ways. I, like Marcus was very inspired by people I know and mm -hmm. young people I know who are like not who I share a ton of like love for the outdoors, a lot of a ton of love for like boating and biking with these folks, but I, we have really different upbringings. Like they came up in the city and I came up like super small town, Colorado, you know, like a lot of access to the outdoors really easily. And mm. they, the people who inspired this for me are people who like their passion drove them to find it, you know, to find a place that they could be a part of in a city that doesn't always have, that place readily available. Mm -hmm. So I really love Marcus because to me, Marcus is like, he is, he's like, his love for canoeing is super deep. And that is the thing that crosses the boundary for, you know, and that she kind of teaches him another way to see this sport that he's a part of. I also, you know, there's this explaining part of Marcus where he's like, well, it's really just a modified J-stroke. It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you tried? Like, I had such a great time writing his dialogue because I kept hearing, like, the way they're different, the way that he uses talking, the way that he connects with canoeing, you know, and it, it's like they're different and they're the same. Like he's going to talk about as much as he can to kind of draw her in. And she really needs some space to get there, but she teaches him how to like see the lake in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. really fun. And that Which was I really, I felt that we were, we were all Marcus. I thought uh -huh. we were on this journey, like with her. Cause yeah. like, uh, obviously I, I can't, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, very many people that are autistic to, in that side of the spectrum, but I know some people, um, but like, I, 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 I'm like, I'm, I'm Marcus in this situation. I have mm -hmm. no idea mm -hmm. what I would do, yeah. you know? And as he's going through that journey, like I could see it, it was so real. Like mm -hmm. that is exactly how someone would react mm -hmm. to somebody. So, cool. so I just yeah. thought that, that I, mean, I showed that to my wife last night too. We both cried, Aww. like watching Aww. that. Cause it's no, it's no, it's just so, it's just precious. I mean, that person, like, I don't know. It, it, There's just nothing like it. Like no, like these Pixar, these Spark shorts are doing things that might not get the you know theatrical release, right. but in some ways it's like groundbreaking. Oh, it's breaking. I mean, for like sure. Float was groundbreaking to me. Yeah. And then when I saw Loop, of course, like I couldn't believe it. Like yeah. I couldn't believe I was watching this, and especially like Pixar. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's not an independent company. It's a big. It's the biggest mm -hmm. uh, for animation, and they're doing stories like this. And like I, I didn't get a chance to ask Bobby, but I was like, I feel like this should be a, like a TV show. Like remember that TV show, My Secret Identity? Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that would be that kid yeah. later on. That's so true. I didn't oh think my about God, that. I love that. Bobby does have you should many him. more stories. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Erica has many more stories yeah. mapped out. Yes, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to speed it up just a little bit, okay. but I have yeah. one last question about Loop. Is I love Easter eggs, and Pixar is known for Easter eggs. The the graffiti. Uh -huh. mm. What Easter eggs are in the graffiti? Because I couldn't make out some of uh, yeah, like a lot of Paul. Um, so Paul Abadilla, he's our uh, production designer, and he is a, an amazing street artist. Like he's done so many amazing pieces around the Bay Area and beyond. And he 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 designed all the graffiti. There's a lot of stuff in there, and he told me all the layers. But even even there's with like, all the layers, I can't see it all. Like there's there's some stuff that I think is not meant to be seen. But you can see Erica's name for sure. Yeah, you can see um, there is. Uh, Does it say Presto? It says Presto. The name of uh, the, the, the short animation. Oh, the, short, the short and the short software too. that makes the software. Yeah. 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 And then I think Resist is also in there because mm -hmm. it's the East Bay. It East actually Bay. was like very inspired by like the graffiti that's right around um, 
Uh, sorry, what is the lake? Why can't I remember? Aquatic Park. Aquatic Park. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Nice. What else is it? There's but also, there's just the very last frame, you guys, where it's she gets the phone, the text, text. in the very last frame. Yeah. That has some Easter eggs too that you won't even know what they're about until like mid next year. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> hey, exclusive. <laughs> oh we did it. Oops, that's okay. It's now, now we got to pause it because I want to look at it on my phone. No, <laughs> on the drive home. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna do what we call the big finish, Chris. Uh, you already did this, so like, I, I don't know. Am I, am I supposed to think of new answers? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> you don't get to double. Well, do you dip. have anything to plug before? Besides Loop, do you have anything to pl- that you yeah. can talk well, about? I hope but- when you guys come back that we can talk about the next thing I'm working on, which is, I'm not even sure if it's announced yet, but it'll be on Disney+. Plus and It's not animated, so it's other stuff if you do. Oh, fantastic. Stuff, it'll okay. be fun to talk about it. Chris so just wonderful. gave you the eagle eye. He was working the whole time, and then all of a sudden when she started talking, okay. his, his eyes just like went phone to the yeah, phone out. We'll talk, we'll talk later. <laughs> <laughs> about that i got nothing else to plug okay. so uh it's called the big finish same three questions everybody gets asked there are follow-up questions but uh it's interesting it's interesting to hear what everybody's different answers yeah. are yeah. so uh all-time favorite character from any genre and i'll go first so you can have time to think because last time i had okay. to go second so my all-time <laughs> favorite i'm gonna say mulan i love mulan yes. when i saw that movie i was so excited to see an Asian girl up on screen who could be her full self and and get to like fight wars and have a dragon little a little tiny dragon friend and ride horses and you know just be a who general. was on SNL? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, who who would win in a fight, Mulan or Batman? Oh well, Mulan. see different follow up questions. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I gotta go with Mulan. You know, I mean, I I feel like Batman has the edge in technology for sure. Like you, I think that's hands down. But I think Mulan's scrappier. Mulan's got mushy. And I think she's, I think she's also willing. He'll make to, some jokes. I think she'd probably be willing to play dirty. Yes. Oh. She would have killed on the battlefield. Yeah. She would have. Yeah, yeah, that's one that, well, if it's not Zack Snyder's, Batman doesn't kill. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true, I love too. It. Okay. So you're a favorite character all it's the time. Like, I feel so. Bridget Jones. <laughs> oh, all right. That's definitely I a first. have to say, similarly, because it's the first time I saw a person who felt like me on the screen, where there's like this slightly chubby and very awkward and like, you know, sort of trying harder than she should to do it than society thinks she should to just be what she wants to be. And I like, I remember I was like, oh my God, <laughs> she's so, I'm so glad she's alive. Did you read the books or watch the movie or both? I watched the book. Well, first I watched the movie and then I read the books. Because I heard the books are very good. Yeah. I, and now, I, oh, and Tina Fey, I have to say also, oh, like Tina, yeah. you know, 30 Rock. Oh, like Tina. I, yeah. Liz, she, Lemon. Liz yeah. Lemon. Liz Lemon. I feel yeah. very so connected to Liz Lemon. Lemon. I love Liz Lemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, I love that show. Her parents are so my parents and it's just very weird. Oh, Tina Fey's parents or no, Liz, Liz Lemon's, Lemon's parents? parents. Okay. The, the Lemons. The you got to get her yeah. to voice something. Yeah. You got to get her to voice one of your uh, shorts. She's fantastic. Maybe someday. You never know. Okay. Um, okay. So, so Bridget Jones, uh, if she Sorry, was your, yes. if she was your spouse, uh, what would you complain the most about her? Oh, that like she couldn't like get on the same diet with me. Like, <laughs> Like, we'd have to cook separate meals. Because she just seems like a person who eats ice cream all the time, which is how I used to be be. when I fell in love with her. But now I've grown up, and I like to eat salad and tofu. (laughs) Before the ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a weird, sorry. I I feel weird about my choices. So maybe you would have bonded over the ice cream early on, but then it might have caused a falling out. Right. Like, I'm not sure we'd still be married. We might just be really great friends. Who knows? Okay. Uh, favorite TV show or you know something that you have to watch right now or that you keep up with all the time? Okay, I have to say I keep saying this, but Pen Fifteen. Have you guys seen? Yeah. <sighs> no, I haven't seen yeah. that. Pen Fifteen. Well, and, because yeah. when you see it on, it looks like penis. Yes. Yeah. Well, and that is the way it's the written. Point of it. Oh, right. That is the point. But of it. I haven't seen it. I heard yeah. it's very good. I haven't seen it's it. It's amazing. I feel like you guys should see it because it's really beautiful. It's like this again. It's a little Bridget Jones. I really like fallible female characters who are like trying harder than they should. And she is in Pim Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Maya Erskine is just like, and it's crazy. Like the the 
way that they pulled it together where these women who are in their 30s play 13-year-olds against a 13-year-old cast. And you sort of, in the beginning, you're like, what? And then it just, like, folds into it. And, you know, kind of like Loop, I have to say, like, they take on childhood. It's much it's much more... Um, Adultish? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, about, yeah. you know, sexuality and stuff. Right, right. But um, they take on childhood from this great, like, they really get inside the skin of children and live inside, like, what it is to be 13 and write their stories from there. And it's just, like, really amazing. What was, yeah. the, what was the main character's name again? Maya Erskine is the creator. And Who's the creator, yeah. One of them. There's two creators, and I'm sorry, I feel like I should say both their names or none. But, but what was the, uh, what's the, the main, character's main character's name? Main character's name? Character's name? I... Remember. Let's just say her name's. It's not your favorite then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I'm like, I don't. Like, know I would never forget Michael Knight for Kit. <laughs> I know. Is, is penis the main character? Yes, there we go. Although probably Game of Thrones came comes the closest oh, because yeah, their names yeah. are just so yeah. so out Memorable. there. Yeah. Well, and well, depending on what season, it's like which is the main character. All right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly. True. I don't know. So I whoever know. the main character is of the show, yeah. what kind of uh, scrum, what kind of eggs do you think they would uh, like in the morning? Soft. Why? Because I just think she'd like soft boiled <laughs> eggs. I don't know why. Because I think because like, of the title, you'd want hard boiled eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> soft. I don't think anybody's ever said no, soft. Never it's said always soft. like over easy or, or mostly over scrambled. Medium. Oh, I scrambled, feel like yeah. soft boiled eggs are like that weird. Like maybe she's. Like I couldn't. Do it. I don't think a lot of people eat soft boiled eggs. I used to really? eat them all the time. Remember in the eighties, it was always soft boiled eggs and yeah. grapefruit and sugar. Grapefruit and sugar. Yeah. Right. That was like. When did that go away? Like I feel like on rice. Like I like egg McMuffins. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Actually, on anything. And then like soft boiled. I used to. I make a. I make an egg salad with soft boiled eggs. Yeah. Okay, well, you got to put soft boiled eggs in yeah. your next short. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll be like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that was a shout out to us. That was us. We're in a Pixar. We're in a Pixar. We did it. We quit. We're done. We won. There's no more. There's. We can't go any higher than this right now. Everything else is downhill. Soft yeah. Achieved. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Achievement. Um, your top three movies of all time. Oh, this is so fun. I don't. You guys, it's so hard. Because I. So it I, changes usually for people depending every year. It does. Depending it changes, yeah. over, it changes time. over time. And can I say, like, so for all time is really hard. But, like, this. In Desert this Island last movies. couple of years, I've been like. Um, so I know it's old, tiny, and. Uh, but. Uh, no, Days of Heaven is like one of my uh-huh. favorite films okay. of all time. And like sort of because it does reflect like that place of my childhood and that feeling of mm. what life is about. I don't know. And then Boy. Have you guys seen <coughs> Taika Waititi's Boy? It's really good. Uh-huh. Oops. <laughs> it's that popper, I really that love Boy. Popper. And I really love that. I know he's super famous for all kinds of other things. Yeah. But I feel yeah. like. His, again, capturing... I really like films that feel, like, super honest and, like, give me a way into another story. I like films that are led by children a lot and, like, boys. So Goonies. Such. I, you know... Uh-huh. Yeah, oh. I, like Goonies. Uh. I like Goonies, but it's, like, not my most... Because it's not realistic. Thing. She's like, it's yeah. not realistic. Yeah. And I'm trying to think, like, what it would be, like, three. Oh, my God. More realistic, like yeah. Monster Number Squad. Three? What did you yeah. realistic. Let's, can we so can my, have yeah. Chrissy go first and then I'll go... Well, I, 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 we, we got hers. Yeah, they got mine, but I'll say them again just so you can be inspired. Yeah, do it so I can think for a minute. Star Wars. I'm going to speak like Star Wars. <laughs> yes, the one with Chewbacca <laughs> and Han Solo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. That one. And then Terminator 2. Oh. Number oh. one, two. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, I remember. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and my third one is uh, Shakespeare in Love, even though it's tainted. Oh. See, Die Hard. Sorry. Okay. Oh, die, die, die Hard. Die Hard. That was third one. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. so love that. Well, that was so like, different from the first two. <laughs> yeah. I but love how it's, it's just amazing. like soft, I and then it's like, like die hard. And then, and then hers everybody. is like, yeah. and then it's Shakespeare and Love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's the exact opposite. Yeah, it's polar opposite. Exactly. Because I thought I was like thinking of another, you know, event, like, you know, what's that one with uh, Hugh, Hugh Grant and. Oh, Love Actually? With, no, no, the British. The, he's well, I love Luke. Kid. Kid. Yeah, but a boy. Yeah, but a boy. Not a boy. I was thinking yeah. like that. Some of then she comes out with Die Hard. So, I mean, I know we've kind of went blew through the interview and everything already, but. Do those movies? Ref- I mean, you talk a lot about your childhood and stuff like that. But do those movies kind of bleed over in, into your creations? Well, Boy was definitely. We actually referenced Boy for. We referenced. Um, I think they saw Days of Heaven, but okay. So Boy was a reference that we went to because I was like, "This is honesty. Like this is mm. humor and funny and reality and a great sense of character and like in character design." I was like, "And this is someone who doesn't always get to shop at a 
mall. <laughs> I really love, I love like every part of Boy. And then we also looked at Moonlight because Moonlight was a huge, Moonlight yeah. was, I, that was, a, uh, I'm yeah. sorry, like Moonlight was among my top three. I yeah. love Moonlight it was so a good. It was a good movie. It was That's hard to watch though. your top three than Die yeah. Hard did. It's really, <laughs> I know, right? But I, I feel like your top three should be like, but Die things. Hard changed, they created a genre, man. Yeah. That it's movie did. Amazing, that movie, I love watching that movie. It still holds Every up. year it's yeah, a it Christmas does. movie. It's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. But, um, so we had Moonlight, which we watched for both the the personification of childhood, but also like some of the shot styles. Like yeah. actually, when you're and in the tunnel, and yeah. yeah, when oh, wow. in loop, you're in the tunnel, and the camera flips around her. It's the only time we have like a really active when she's holding her head. Head, and yeah, and they've... that is like kind of an homage to yeah. to the beginning of oh, wow. Moonlight. Yeah. Huh. And then we yeah. also oh, and then uh, the one that Lee suggested, and it, I love that movie. Um, it's by a French guy, and it's about oh oh yes, um, the person who has locked in. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, it's the so good. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Sacre bleu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the diving bell and the butterfly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Butterfly, butterfly, butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. Diving bell and the butterfly. Yeah, which has like a really strong point of view. When we were with Renee, we had some stuff about her point of view, but it was like this great. We were trying to figure out like the lighting design and get a sense of how we were going to change audio inside her point of view. So Lee Unkrich watched the film and he's like, "Hey, I think you guys should probably watch Diving Bell." And Interesting. Yeah. I, I never yeah. saw that. Was that produced by Kathleen Kennedy? I can't, no, I'm, no, no it was a different one. It was a different one. Like a Frenchy fancy. French, French, okay. Yeah, and it's I'm thinking like of a different one. Years old at this point. Yeah. 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 yeah actually, it's quite good. Okay, I'll have to watch yeah, that now. I, I, you would enjoy it, I think. It's I just really I like cool stuff like that. I like behind the scenes. I like like how would you come up with that shot and all that. So that's really cool. So now when I watch that, I could be like, oh, that's where they. Oh, and there's so one. That's very cool. I feel like I'm gonna t- try and tweet you guys the one. We would watch this um, canoeing video, kind of. When <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, the canoeing video. We need to send that to you. We'll send it to you. Yeah. <laughs> it just it really has nothing to do with loop except that it's in a canoe. But it would just like we'd built we'd watch canoeing videos a lot because like I knew how to canoe and people. But got most out of us didn't know how to canoe. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, and then oh, how do you portray that on screen? You know. Yeah, and then we found this wonderful, weird one that we'll just send you. There is okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's on YouTube. A whole world of competitive canoeing. Yes, and it's competitive freestyle. freestyle. Competitive. Co- Interesting canoeing. freestyle. Yeah. I'm not just I, canoeing. I God, I'm picturing. <laughs> I'm picturing people with like a cardboard set down and they're break dancing for some reason on the canoe. Okay. Why am I thinking that? Yeah. That like is what I want to see. <laughs> they're voguing on like the canoe. Style. <laughs> what is like, you? it's a Canadian thing, so it's a little, diff- it's funny. Interesting. It's amazing. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, so we do this thing. I, I, I don't know if you, like, Chrissy knows, but like I designed our logo as just stick figures because we can't draw. So we thought it'd be great to give all of our guests stick figures. So I, I got one for you. And it's really funny when we give it to artists, too, because it's, like, really ridiculous. <laughs> it's like me. It would be, like, somebody who doesn't know how to cook, cooking for, like, Bobby Flay. Like, yeah. that type of idea. You know? You should, like, somebody from the Worst Cooks yeah. in America show. Yeah. Was hosting a dinner party for Bobby Flay. That's my equivalent. I, I want to draw a stick figure on one of these corners like, over yeah. here. Like I did, I did one for uh, Frank Ordaz, and he oh, did all wow. the map he did all yeah. paintings for the for Star Wars, Wars. Yeah. and and E. T. Yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And I gave him a paint by numbers. <laughs> so, but then like to for now, I'm going like as yeah. I was doing all of these stick figures for everybody, yeah. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to Pixar. <laughs> And giving him this figure. with yeah. my stick figure. So this is so because it's a podcast. I'm going to need you to 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 describe it. Oh, oh my god, wow. that is amazing! <laughs> this is so awesome. In some ways, I can't tell. Is this me? It is you. So <laughs> it's you. I, was like, it's I found it. She doesn't have glasses or a yeah. scarf. Or a scarf, and I'm very That's, scarfy. I found yeah. that scarfy. online because <laughs> we internet talk everybody. So it's 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 Erica in a canoe. She's got her glasses on. She's got a scarf on, and she has Renee's phone. Yes, I yeah. love it. That is so cool. <laughs> so oh my if, gosh! I don't know I which picture so it was online, but I found a picture of you in that blue suit with that red and gray scarf. That is so amazing. <laughs> that I feel is amazing. very honored. Yeah, this is amazing, and I love also because I really like. I want to get Renee's screen thing that goes with oh, it. Right, right, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. on my phone so I don't have that because it, it didn't exist in real world. Right, right. Um, so now <laughs> I have it in make my that stick figure. <laughs> yeah. And also like the, you did a really nice job. There's a lot of detail in this except for the amazing 
no hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a stick There's figure. Just a so, line I mean, Bobby is Bobby is like holding holding the the yeah. child from float yeah. with no hand. It's, it's just it's just a it's awesome. coming out. I love it. That's right where they're ridiculous. The, <laughs> yeah, stick, yeah. Okay, stick is the leash. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it. No. And then I saw her oh, on a Google bottoms. on a Google stalking search. Yeah. I saw her in bell bottoms, and yeah. I just gave her bell bottoms <laughs> for some <laughs> reason. And red hard shoes. To stock on Google. I'm I am, impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed. It was well, it was not change over time. It was media. not easy. Yeah. Usually, when you know we talk to people who are in movies, we can I can reference so many things, and yeah. I do a deep dive into which one would be like the most obscure possible. Oh. Oh, right. So, but yeah. for you, I had no, I didn't even have a starting point. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, maybe I'll just draw all these, you know, crappy stick figures of all the movies that you produced. And it wasn't like, it didn't feel right to me. And then luckily I guessed correctly because sometimes IMDB can be yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, if this, if this is not her first Pixar credit, <laughs> this whole thing doesn't work. Yeah. This no, whole no, thing falls right. apart. Yeah. Right. Love it. Yeah. That is brilliant. I would have this just thrown it out if you got it wrong. <laughs> This is crap. <laughs> I'll keep the frame. Aww. I love it. He's like, we're done. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. As a producer, he had to write down yes, I, I the actual that. production number because I got it wrong the last <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That is badass. Um, no, Erica, that is great. thank you so oh, yeah. much. Chrissy, thank you so much again. We really appreciate your time. Uh, we love the film, and we can't wait to see you know, more films like that in the pipeline, whatever, whatever it is, live Let's action, see. yeah, yeah. spark here. shorts, feature films, whatever you got. We're, yeah. we're in. Thank uh, you so much. This is so fantastic. Over here, you guys. You're my new favorite podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I just want to say, this is all G-rated. PG rated. Our other stuff is not. Yeah, yeah. we we talk like we would talk about movies. We, we talk like sailors aspect. a little yeah. bit. But there is definitely Trucker's Mouth, which yeah. is why I was kind of surprised Chris said you guys can. <laughs> <laughs> which also tells me that Chris didn't listen to any of our shows. <laughs> <laughs> Just I was like, oh man, if he listen, because I sent out the ask. I think it was you yeah. who gave me his email address, yeah. and I was like, he's going to listen to like the first episode of us reviewing something. No, because we curse like when we love something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. most people do, and we're like, we're going to be. The, but we, when we, we do the stuff like this, it, we never really do because yeah. we want everybody to be able to hear. Well, it. until a guest breaks the ice. Yeah, yeah. If, if a guest like yeah, if a yeah, guest yeah. wants to, then we'll yeah. do. It. <laughs> but it was coming to Pixar, right. and when I sent him the email. All of a sudden, our decision to be able to curse on our show came back to bite me in the butt. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is how we never get to talk to anybody from Pixar or Disney or Marvel because all we do is curse. But look, you're here. Yeah. 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 And I was like, Chris didn't you're listen. Here. We're good. We, yeah. we won. <laughs> this will never air, but, we, but, yeah. but we got to be here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just made up the, all that stuff. Yeah. If you listen to any of the episodes, this is blank dead air. We created it just to be able to come here today. 235 episodes of That's dead right. Air. That's right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you so much again uh, thank for you. being here and letting us be here. Um, that was episode 236 of Chew on This, a Nerd Unite podcast. I'm BJ. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>